Welcome to the We Have Issues podcast, a weekly look at the local issues and matters impacting Independence, Missouri. And now, your hosts, Lori Dean Wiley and Dan Hobart. Hi, and welcome to another episode of We Have Issues Independence. I'm Laurie Dean Wiley. Hello, I'm Dan Hobart. You know, so when I was eight years old, Dan, I left Independence. It was, wasn't really my choice. I was eight, right? I loved growing up near my friends and attending Rockwood Baptist Church, but my parents made the decision to move us out to of that big city of independence into rural at the time blue springs i stayed there until high school graduation and since then i've lived short time in littleton colorado pagosa springs colorado um, grantham england and lake st louis i also lived in liberty a couple of times once while in college and once after moving back near home when my mother's um, health turned. However, it's been 15 years since I've been back in my birthplace, Independence, Missouri. No doubt, I love this city, its people, history, and I like the size of it. You know, I wanna see growth though. But also the opportunity that I hope for that I dream of, that I see, I believe it's here in Independence. I see much to remain uh, hopeful about, but our topic today is once again, something you brought to me. And for the likes of me, I'm not sure where you're gonna take it, but I shared my, when I left Independence story, and you wanted to title this, Leaving Independence. So folks, I'm not sure where this is going to go, but we're going to get started. Dan Hobart, leaving Independence. Well, when I was eight years old, I was riding my Takara dirt bike to Left Elementary School, or walking, Uh, but this is not about that. Leaving independence. So that's a double entendre, right? And meaning, it has two meanings. Uh, It's personal to me because I've left independence personally many times. Uh, And here I am. Uh, I thought it might be about that. Because I'm going to assume, uh, Councilman Hobart, that you love this city. I know you love this city. Um, that you have huge personal ties to it, that you have a history with it. You went to Luft Elementary, right? Um, but for some reason, you chose to leave. And so can you tell me about the first time you left Independence? First time I, yeah, sure. First time I left was for college, uh, which that was easy because I went to college. So me and my buddy, uh, as many, of course, uh, you know, I grew up in the RLDS church at the time, and uh, I was not particularly religious by then, and not, I'm still a card-carrying member, 
not not being particularly religious, and neither was my buddy, really. But like many independence kids, we went to Graceland up in Lamoni. Uh, we were either going to go there or MU and opted for the small college, which ended up being fantastic for me. Absolutely thrived, loved it. Uh, so lived up in Lamoni, came home for the summers. Ended up going to Drake for law school, so went up further up I-35 to Des Moines. Uh, same thing, lived up there for three three more years, came home for the summers. Uh, came back again after that, uh, lived in Independence, took the Missouri bar. Went to Rolla for some reason. I could have gone and worked at uh, the biggest law firm in Kansas City decided to go be a public defender in Rolla because I hate money, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, and I love stress and emotional uh, stress, and, and you probably didn't and, know a soul in Rolla, did and, you? And depression <laughs> and hillbillies, yeah, right, yes. Uh, of course, I come from hillbillies, so that makes sense too, right? Uh, but the Ozarks, uh, I had a great time uh, in a lot of ways. It was actually a really good. How way. long were you gone? Well, that was three three years. Three years. Okay. Yeah. Um, Do you have any idea how many times you've left Independence and come back? Well, that was kind of one continuous stretch, really. Although I always came back in the summers and visited visited a fair amount, really. Uh, not every weekend by any stretch, but you know, fair amount. Uh, came back, uh, moved back to KC, uh, for some personal reasons that aren't mine to tell, but not, not for me personally, but for loved ones and, uh, got a different job, local law firm, did some class action work for a solo practitioner, which is totally bizarre, but pretty cool. I got quoted on the front page of the Miami Herald, which totally bizarre story, but mildly interesting to basically no one but me uh i did get a job in a kansas law firm for a year so i moved over to overland park for a year which wasn't meaningful in any way and i've always basically resented johnson county so that wasn't that fantastic <laughs> but uh because it's full of independence people uh, i was always proud of the fact that independence was bigger than johnson county like, independence itself was bigger than all of Johnson County for, like, most of the 80s. I don't know why I cared about that, but I did. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, and then I had a stint uh, years, 10 years ago now when I, uh, my buddy moved out to Portland, and I went out there for a while, less, less than a year, uh, which actually was awesome because— Portland, Oregon? Portland, Portland Oregon. Okay. And it was super cool because uh, we lived downtown uh, in the Pearl District, which I didn't have to hardly drive anywhere, which, by the way, is actually really cool once you get used to it. I lost a bunch of weight. It was really nice, uh, but wasn't there that long and um, always came back. But the thing was, I, I, always, I always had in my head, I was always... I never was very settled. I never felt very settled. Uh, I didn't... I, I can't tell you how many addresses I've had. I, Between going to college, going to law school, 
moving inside of those places. Didn't move that much as a kid. Uh, a couple of times, regular, probably regular amount. But moving a couple times at college, moving multiple times in law school, moving a couple times in as a public defender, come back as a lawyer, move multiple times, move. You know, I have always, every couple of years, I move. Always. Never owned a house, just moving around. Was it a wanderlust? Was it a It always has been. Out? I don't know what it is. I, I have always just had absolutely wanderlust. Some version of I'm just need to keep on the move. I don't know if I was running for some running from something or chasing something, but I always just had to be on the move. That just was how things were. Uh I was never ever going to be satisfied with where I was. You know, sometimes you go to these places, you visit a place and you find a guy and that guy is like that place. Like there's a guy that's there and you're just like, man, that guy is that place. We went to Scotland with, I went a couple years ago. There's a guy that you can find him on the internet. He, he, he has a show he does with his sheep dogs on his sheep farm. And he's like, Scotland. He is Scotland, man. Yeah. And this guy's like, I'm like, I talked to him after I go, you got your purpose. There's no, you know where Scotland gets their wool from? New Zealand. <laughs> the sheep are just for show? The sheep are pretty much just for show. <laughs> and like he has this 13-year-old, 12-year-old kid that like, he kind of likes it. Yeah. But like, that's it. None of his other kids even want to do it. And he's like, I go, is this the thing? He's like, no, that's why I do this. I'm like, that's wild. But he's like, it's my thing. You know, I'm like, I'm like how, how lucky are you to have found your purpose? Well, you say that, and you know who came to mind? Matthew McConaughey, hey, hey, and Texas, <laughs> right. because he's that. You know, there are tons, you know, other celebrities or athletes or, or what have you that come to mind. But, and we just joked, but I'd really like to understand what is around this leaving independence podcast for you like the the broader theme so that you felt so man we got to talk about this so the second part of it is the second meaning of it is is that a lot of things leave independence like our reputation left us like how did independence get started what are we famous for People came here with the express intent to leave. The whole point of independence was to go west. Was to prepare people to leave. Wow, that's profound. Johnson County was built on independence people. So was Lee Summit. So was Blue Springs. So is Raymore. So is Cass County. <laughs> Take your pick. Yeah. Take your pick. We are we are the engine that filled up this metro. Uh, in a lot of ways, our reputation left. Sixties, seventies, the Independence Center, 
the Miracle Mile on Nolan Road. Mm-hmm. I remember our b- our belief in ourselves, our pride. Harry Truman. You know what a big deal it was to watch to go hang out at the square and watch Harry Truman walk around the square. I remember being probably four and marching in a parade. Um, and with my little baton and my sparkly dance outfit and Mr. Truman being on the corner, you know, watching the parade go by. And, you know, obviously I was too young to understand that, but I have that vivid memory of my parade baton baton twirling and, and remembering that from a little kid from Independence and the president of the United States was on the corner because he lived here. <laughs> you know, that's pretty impressive. So you left Independence to go to Portland. You came back. You were in Johnson County. You came back. Always come back. So can you kind of share with people, if you never felt settled... Are you feeling settled now? I didn't I didn't want to be settled. I didn't <clears throat> I didn't want to be okay with being here. I uh I had I had adopted some of those same judgments that people put on this place. Okay, so let's talk through some of them. Math capital of the world? Well, you know, that's a funny one for me. That's a, that's a funny one for me. That's an ironic one for me because my dad, uh, my stepdad, who I call my dad, I have two de- people I call my dad, okay? One is my my original dad, my biological father, who was schizophrenic, who left the house when I was six and my mom got divorced from. Uh, he's passed away years ago. Uh, the other one is my stepdad, who uh, my mom married when I was, uh, th- uh, well, 12 or 13. COVID brain. So he uh, has some responsibility so, for raising you. Oh, no, very much so. Yeah. Huge impact on my life. He's very much my dad. So I, so he's my dad. He's my only living dad, and he's certainly my dad. So I was lucky I have two dads. So, uh, But he was a detective when— all that happened and when it it happened and i mean he was a part of that i mean he was very much a part of independence becoming and so was his good friend gary george who also Past was later chief, chief yep. and who he picked my dad to be his deputy chief so they're very close and they were very much a part of and his good friend uh gordon brown and a bunch of those guys broniger and i mean they were those guys were all very good. Terry Story, they were they were Mike Johan. They were all very good at busting meth labs, and so meth was everywhere. By the way, I know. other places just sucked at busting meth labs. Right. So we we just got them, good at it, and therefore they were in the news. Therefore, right. we were the capital of it, mm-hmm. and and yeah. we are not the meth capital of the world today. No, um, we're just by any stretch independence. And but that was a reputation, probably one of the other reputations, uh, Pendergast and corruption. Well, any and, thoughts there? Well, now that's well earned. Okay, 
that's and frankly the meth capital sort of is because we really did bust a bunch of meth labs like sure. but it's 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 unfair in the sense that that's a bad thing right because it really was everywhere we just got good at it uh but the corruption thing is real or that's really real now is there corruption everywhere oh yeah uh was it bigger here uh yeah was it bigger in blue springs oh yes early summit yes liberty i mean take your pick locally overland yeah. park yeah lenexa shawnee yes you know why uh we had no offense to anybody but we had a criminal organization make a president mm-hmm. a united states president and that doesn't happen every day so yes it's a bigger problem here inherently than it is in some other places, or it has been in the past. What are some other things that come to your mind when you think of we reputation and leaving independence? Uh, well, <clears throat> so on top of these things, the other, the other, the one other thing that sort of held us back is. And it, and it, and this is not necessarily on the leaving independence topic, but it piggybacks on that is economic development. Okay. And we never built out the valley. We lost a lot of business for years. For years. And yeah. not building that out with a real deep light industrial or like serious commercial center really really hurt us because and not having a property tax really really hurt us because we put all our eggs in the retail basket Mm -hmm. and amazon has killed us and that's just really been brutal so it's not just about you leaving independence it's opportunities and past businesses yeah never came they just never came yeah yeah opportunity didn't leave it just passed right by when i think of leaving independence questions that come to mind for you would be especially as a overall a lifelong citizen but um as a as somebody who is also now a leader in the city as a council person is thinking on the flip side of that of so why should people come here so come here grow up here stay or come back here you know choosing not to leave independence what what do we have here or what do you see that would make somebody not want to leave independence it's all about the people. Okay. You know, the people that believe in this place, the people, <clears throat> the neighbors I grew up with, the kids I went to school with, the families, the heart, the, the, this, this town, uh, is full of workers. This town is full of people that are smarter than uh, I've been to school with people with, the brilliant, I mean, brilliant professors and 
degrees and accomplished folks and uh, I've met a lot of blue collar folks that are a lot smarter than all of that I uh, you know smart common sense good hard working folks and kind loyal helpful it just you know you won't you won't find uh, a better set of folks than people that live here uh, and and in the end that's where our strength lies always has always will and that's 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 in the end that's what makes this home for me so several years ago I was riding around I think I was helping with Santa Caligon um, as a matter of fact and somebody said well Lardine you're like an ambassador for the city Um, I want you to consider yourself a ambassador city and you may already but I've had just this last week two people tell me a a positive story about independence and a negative story about independence Um, one was um, somebody was like, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm, I'm listening to something about independence. And I said, oh, yeah, there's always something wrong, you know. And, and that sure. needing to stick up for my city and, you know, well, that person happened to reside in Blue Springs. I spent several years there as, like I said, a elementary, junior high, and high schooler. Um, but then on the flip side... I had somebody tell me their personal story of moving from Lee Summit and choosing to live in Independence, and um, why? And she, you know, she she's had people question her why. She goes, "I love Independence, the history, the size, the people. It's my it's my place, you know." And um, and I felt a lot of pride that there's citizens like that as well so as an ambassador of the city why why would you encourage somebody to stay for the future of independence well i really like what you just said i i think all the time about um i think i think a lot in terms of what what are we going to say in the bicentennial yeah. Four years. What, yep. are we, what are we going to say about independence? How is it, how has it changed? How is it the same? What, why would you be here 200 years later? And what's the tagline? What's the one sentence? What's the elevator pitch for independence? And it's my place sounds pretty sweet. You know, uh, if it's your place, you just kind of know it. You know, I have a, mm-hmm. I have a, a, a friend resident in my district that, uh, constituent that, you know, he's, he's a vocal person and he rubs people the wrong way from time to time. And he means well, intends no harm. Uh, he wants to fight for his district and I respect that greatly. And, he just likes independence. He could have moved to Leewood. He's got the cash. Could have done it. He likes independence. He likes blue collar. He likes workers. He likes 
people like him. He's had terrible neighbors, terrible rentals. You know, the city does odd things sometimes on his street, down the road. He doesn't care. He'll fight with them. He'll whatever. He likes independence. Yeah, it's one of the reasons citizens like that, but that believe in the blue collar, but we, I think, are a good mix um, as we maybe hopefully roll out of some of the retail jobs and with Eastgate bring more of that light industrial. I think we're going to see not just development, but true, you know, an economic boom of jobs and variety of jobs and variety of companies that move in. Um, so somebody with that kind of attitude of, uh, I just want to support my city and see it, you know, yeah, you can rub somebody the wrong way, um, but if you show them what's coming or what's possible, then that's the kind of person you want on board to, you know, be an ambassador, be tooting that, hey, we are the place. Come now because we're going to ramp up and might be too late for you. So, you know, stay, but also come. Yeah, I don't, I don't care what color <clears throat> people's collars are mm -hmm. or what color anything is. And I don't, I don't, uh, I really don't try to put judgment on how people uh, rub anybody. I, you know, if you care, there's a place for you here, for sure. Well, you, you use the word care. So I'm going to ask you a, a kind of a dive into this personal question just a little bit. So I know mom and dad are here. So when you were not here and the fact that you're an only child. Yep. Did, was there a pull or a real tug on your heart, heartstrings that you just knew deep down this was always home? Or was there a pull back because of the relationship you have with your parents and being an only child? Uh, kind of. Yeah. I, uh, I'm pretty good at getting into a thing. Um, what kind of thing? Whatever I'm doing. Okay. I'm pretty good at engaging. Look, yeah, let me explain. I do a pretty good job of focusing on the task at hand. So I can get into a job, a project, a program, a task. I can jump into whatever it is I've got going and enjoy it wherever I am. Um, I can be nostalgic. I can be... Uh, you know, I can certainly miss things and have longing. Uh, it, it's it's it, it's less and less for me. Uh, it's a big part of uh, Buddhist practice uh, to be present, and that goes hand in hand with even modern day psychology and counseling. In that, 
it's sort of a thing. If you live in the past, if you miss things, if you have an attachment to things, even people, I know it sounds very cold. People have a hard time with this, and, and I, I'm not judging. But for me personally, uh, if you do that, you'll be depressed. And that's something I work very hard on because I struggle, uh, suffer from, and struggle with depression. Uh, if you live in the future, if you worry about what will happen coming up in the future, that's anxiety. So Live uh, in the present. So you do your best to live in the present. Now, how Buddha knew that when he gave his first talk 2,500 years ago, I have no idea. But that's morphed into common psychology and how counselors talk through common emotional issues. It's spectacular. I have no idea. It is what it is. So to so. paraphrase, when you've left independence, it wasn't necessarily your past memories or longing to come back. It was living in your present brought you back. Yeah, that's right. And now that you are settled here. I, I'm fully accepted, man. It's really been interesting. I, I you know, I finally grew up. I, I don't know if it's delusions of grandeur. I don't know if it's, <laughs> I don't know if it's the, the idea that you're always going to be something else. I don't know if it's the, you know, I guess I finally realized I'm not going to be an astronaut or a professional baseball player. Probably not. You know, this ludicrous idea that, well, I guess at 50, I probably won't break into the major <laughs> leagues. You know, it's hard to grow up. I'll tell you something, Laurie. It's hard to grow up uh, when you don't have to. Oh, okay. See, uh, you know, I support myself. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't have a wife or child, mm -hmm. so I don't have anybody to support. So I don't have that pressure. You know, uh, I don't, I'm not, I don't live a lavish lifestyle, so I don't have to pay for two houses or a bunch of cars or, you know, a big monthly nut. I don't have, I'm, it's pretty simple. You're not attached to things. Yeah. I mean, I, I like tennis shoes now, everybody knows, but I don't, I, <laughs> but it's, I don't have hundreds of pairs. I mean, I don't, I don't have. Just 99. <laughs> I don't <laughs> not yet. I but I don't have I don't have um you know, well I keep it fairly simple and so I don't have pressure that keeps me tethered. So it that feeds on that. And so I never had to be in a spot. I could sort of roam. And if you can do that, you don't really have to stop. I also don't think you have to worry about leaving. I mean, whether you... You don't. It's a, you made a choice to settle here, and I don't mean settle in the negative connotation, oh. but this is home. Um, now it's your choice that it's home, yeah. and, and in making that choice... You also made a choice to serve, which yeah. gives you a much bigger purpose. Um, 
And that purpose drives you to consider the next steps for future, which in your past, or lack of a better word, your, your more immature self, that was always this wonderlust of maybe it's the grass is greener, maybe. And so now you see the benefit. You're a leader here, and you're seeing things get done. Um, and you see what independence has been, what it could be, but you're here in the present doing things right now yep. that are beneficial to where you have chosen to make your home. So that I'm just looking outside in that d need or desire to think about leaving independence. Nothing's keeping you here. You could choose to leave again, but there's not that same kind of, you know, I got to go. I need to leave. I've got to stretch my legs. I mean, you're on this side of career. You're on this side of experiences. You've traveled. I, I feel very similar in that way um, because I was able to travel a lot. Um, so um, I'd still like to travel again. But I drive down, in particular, 23rd Street. And every time I drive down 23rd Street, I look, if I'm heading towards 291, I look to my left and I see the barber shop that my granddad owned on Forest. And I go up one block to Chrysler and I see the Chrysler Stadium. And I used to sit on a lawn, my grandparents, and look over at people playing baseball at, at the stadium. I do have vivid memories of being a kid in independence. But to your point, I'm really excited about the future, but I am choosing independence as my home in the present. You know, we're not always happy how things have gone. Um, definitely don't always win, you know, my opinion should be the right one, and I want to win all of those. But that's not how life works. Um, we've had setbacks. We've had, um, we've had a reputation that we've had to overcome as a city. Um, but I also, I have my church here that feeds my soul. I have lifelong friends here that give me a lot of, of desire to you know, live in my city. Um, but I also have a very strong purpose of service, which makes me feel and know that the work I do at, either as a volunteer or literal work as my vocation, that I'm one citizen and I can make a difference. And I really think that's, that if you can no longer leave, you know, where you, where you are planted, those are the kind of things that just completely turn your worldview from wonderless to wonderful life, you know? So that's where I really see just, um, I wasn't sure where your story on leaving independence was gonna go, but things that have left us, some of those we need to get back. 
leaving independence so that you grow, change, appreciate your city. Those are some real positive things. So um, I just, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't sure where this was going to go. But once again, it's just another opportunity to feel really great about independence. I want to. I want to say something about our <clears throat> our past real quick before we finish. Okay. Um, our past has our our history has a has a lot of great stories we need to tell, but we don't need to live there. Oh, I agree. We don't need to live there anymore. Uh, and and we don't need to worry about it. We don't need to worry about corruption or decisions or councils or arrests or prison or any of those things. We don't need to be there anymore. We don't need to worry about reputations. We don't need to, about, need to worry about leavings or comings or goings. You know, uh, I wrote my senior seminar paper in college uh for my history degree on the Negro Leagues and absolutely love everything about it. Love baseball. And uh, everybody knows Jackie Robinson was the first black baseball player in 1948. Uh, well, most people do. In the, but he was in the National League. In the American League, the first black baseball player, you know who that was? You don't. It was Larry Doby for the Cleveland Indians. He was a catcher for the Cleveland Indians. That was in 1949. Uh, well, Satchel Paige was a rookie for the Cleveland Indians in 1950, and nobody even knows how old he was. I would have said Satchel, so... Um, you would have been wrong. But yeah, he was, what, probably 40? <laughs> <laughs> no, people think he was 50, but he wouldn't uh, tell anybody. No. And he was left off the postseason roster, which was yet, of course, another slap in the face. Yeah. But... Satchel, boy, would I have liked to meet that guy mm -hmm. because they asked him. They said because he was widely considered to be the best, probably pitcher ever. Mm -hmm. And somebody asked him one time. They said, "Satchel, man, you 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 may have been the best pitcher ever, but we'll never know because you didn't get to. You, you could have, but you never got to pitch against Babe Ruth or." Joe DiMaggio or, you know, Hank Greenberg. or You never got to pitch against the number one guys. Aren't, aren't, isn't that wrong? Isn't that, you know, that's not fair, he goes. Didn't you, did you come wrong? You know, did you, did you miss it? He goes, no. Nah. He goes, I came along at exactly the right time. And that's how I feel about independence. That's a great place to leave it. We have issues independence. Thanks for listening. I'm Laurie Dean Wiley. I'm Dan Hobart. See you next time. We want to thank you for joining us. I'm Laurie Dean Wiley. And I'm Dan Hobart. Join us again next week because we have issues. <laughs>